Welcome back to episode number four in the Girl Hustle Project. I hope that wherever you're at in the world, you are having a great day, evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. I woke up this morning completely wiped. Horrible headache, the light-sensitive kind where you don't want to open your eyes. And along with that, my energy has just been at zero. Empty tank, no energy. And it's crazy that I woke up feeling so because I was amped to get this podcast recorded and out. And to be honest, I'm actually really glad that I woke up feeling this way this morning because it's going to complement what I want to talk about today. But overall, I've been feeling so grateful these past few days. I know in times like these, it's hard to feel grateful when life's a little topsy-turvy, but I believe that gratitude is the attitude fix we all need to get through what's happening right now. We can't control what's happening, but we can control our happiness. And for me, gratitude is the root of my happiness. I was brain dumping this morning. If you have never heard that term, it just means journaling, but I call it brain dumping. I like I do every morning. And today I was just spewing out gratitude. Even though I had a horrible headache, I just felt so grateful. Some days I'm furiously writing down frustrations. Some days I'm passively writing about updates in my life. Some days I write out questions I need to figure out. And usually through writing, I discover the answer that I'm looking for. So if you don't already brain dump, I definitely encourage you to start. Um, but it is a huge stress relief for me to collect my thoughts, write out and visualize my feelings, and then I can start my day. And today I'm really grateful. I am grateful for my lessons learned, grateful for the hard roads I've taken, grateful for my health, the people in my life, and most of all, grateful for you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of your life, even if it's just for a small fraction of your day. As I was pondering on a topic for today's discussion, whenever I'm feeling unsure about what to lean into, I always ask the universe, what do they need to hear? How can I help them? And the reoccurring answer that kept coming to my mind was just one word, trust. Trust is a superpower, super word. It's not something we just give to anyone. And if somebody has earned my trust, they are my people. They are in my innermost circle. When trust is given to the right people and things, trust can be a beautiful thing. But when it's broken, it can be heartbreaking. And so when the word trust kept coming to my mind, I kept thinking, Okay, but trust, like trust in what? What do they need to hear? And the more I thought about it, the more I realized how much trust has an interchangeable word. And in my opinion, that word is confidence. And if you know me, I always talk about confidence all the time, but I've never put it in terms of trust. And I'm excited to dive into today's discussion because we're going to talk about having a trust-confidence relationship with others and most importantly, yourself and the repercussions of when that trust confidence has been broken and how to fix it. So during this discussion, if I use the term trust, it can mean confidence. And if I use the word confidence, it can mean trust. So let me pose a question. Who do you trust and have confidence in more than anyone in the world? Just think about that for a minute. That's a pretty loaded question. Who do you trust and have confidence in more than anybody else in your circle of people? I, I assume that you've got somebody who has popped into your mind. If you didn't think of yourself or even think of yourself as an answer, 
I'm really glad you're here listening because we have some confidence to build in yourself. Let me ask you this. Would you have even said that you're in the top five of that list of people you trust the most? And if you're not even on your own list or if you are closer to the top, we need to get you to that number one spot because you should be the person you trust more than anyone else. Because if I had to bet on anyone in the world, I would bet on myself every time. Now, I didn't wake up overnight with this confidence and trust that I have in myself today. That bond I have within myself has grown over time through many experiences. So I thought about when this trust in myself started and I thought all the way back to when I was in second grade and I had my very first job and it was a paper route. Now back then I was not a morning person, but this job was the first time that I really experienced discipline and consistency and my trust in myself to follow through with commitments began to grow, especially as I entered into the work field. When I was in fifth, sixth grade, I had a cleaning job. I worked with my sisters after school and cleaned a dental office and apartment complexes, and I hated this job. I absolutely hated this job, but my mom taught me how to clean and how to clean well, and I didn't realize it at the time, but this work ethic would roll into a house cleaning job I had in college, and when I had interviewed for that position, I could confidently tell them I would be the best cleaner that they hired, and this attitude not only got me the job, but prepared me for future jobs. Every job I have ever interviewed for, I've gotten. Not because I had the most experience, but because I had confidence and trust in myself to do the job I was interviewing for. I would explain to my interviewers why I would be the best for the job, and it was always this. I was good at learning, I wasn't afraid to work hard, and I don't do a half-booty job. I would tell them that they could trust me to get the job done, and I would do it the best. When you're new on the job, nobody trusts you. You are bottom of the totem pole. Everybody around you, they don't know if they can depend on you, and they want you to earn their trust. And so although every job I went into, I had confidence in myself. At every job, I knew I had to do what I needed to to earn their trust. And so I got really good at learning how to build trust in other people. And I'm going to talk to you about how you do this because it's not that much different than how you do it within yourself. Pending my divorce, I picked up a waitressing job at Buffalo Wild Wings. I hadn't waitressed in seven years. On the first couple of shifts at this job, I was walking into a staff that had been working together for years. And I know to them, I seemed like somebody who probably wouldn't last long there. But the truth was, I needed this job. I needed the cash, I needed the escape from my home life, and I knew that if I wanted this job to go well, I needed to earn the trust of my new coworkers quickly. So like I said, I hadn't waitressed in seven years, and I was a really strong server when I did waitress. It came back to me pretty quickly, and I performed really well under stress, and one of my first nights that I was waitressing on my own after the training, we were slammed. I barely had time to keep my own tables, drinks topped off, and I only had seconds at each table that I had. And as a waitress, you have side jobs. One of those side jobs was to make sure that your drink station had ice. So that first night, I made a commitment 
that I was going to make sure that no matter how busy I was, nobody else was going to need to fill the ice. I was going to take on that job so everybody else didn't have to stress about it. And these girls saw that immediately. They saw that I was sacrificing a few minutes from my tables. And if you've ever been in the restaurant biz, minutes can separate you from no tip to 20% of tips. It really does. Like minutes matter in the restaurant business. So I was sacrificing time at my tables to make sure that my very new coworkers that I didn't know very well, that they were set up so they didn't have to take time away to do it and they could max out their tip potential. I was working to earn the trust in my coworkers by making a promise to myself that I would help them in any way I saw, whether it was helping them pre-bus, I was keeping the ice filled, I was doing what I knew that I could to earn their trust. And even though I was brand new there, I stepped up the game. I didn't see any other coworkers putting in that type of effort. So I knew right out of the gates, I was going to stand out. But on the flip side, I knew that I also needed to earn the trust of my managers. In the restaurant biz, there's a lot of turnover. So I knew that these managers, they were all men and they were very skeptical of me. I was this pretty fit girl who they assumed would be whining and complaining about the job and doing side work. And the moment I earned their trust and confidence, the game changed for me. And this is how I did it. There was another night, again, extremely busy, that I had a table that was paying with gift cards. One was empty and the other had the remaining balance and I accidentally threw away the gift card that still had the money on it. I explained to my manager what happened and he shrugged and said, that sucks, go find it. And I knew this was my moment. This was my way in to earn their trust. And I knew that they were all watching to see if I would do it. They were watching to see if I was gonna dive into that garbage because let's keep in mind Buffalo Wild Wings garbage, it's nasty. There's ranch, there's chicken bones. It's just, it's absolutely disgusting. And without a word of complaint, I dove in. All the veteran waitresses and managers, they just watched me. I was determined I was gonna find that dang gift card. And I found it. It was buried under globs of blue cheese and my arms were covered in strangers left over, who knows what, but I found it. When I surfaced with that gift card covered in ranch or blue cheese, whatever it was, I don't remember, that was the moment I earned everyone's trust and respect in the restaurant, even though they didn't know me. And from that moment on, all of those coworkers, they were relieved when they saw I was working with them because they knew they could depend on me to help and get the job done. And as soon as I earned the trust of the managers, I was moved straight to the top. I was getting the best shifts. I was getting to work in the big money-making sections. I had surpassed girls who had been there for months because I was willing to do what they weren't. I was willing to earn trust and confidence. Again, this trust and confidence that I had in myself to do the hard work and follow through didn't happen overnight. And even though I trusted myself, I knew that I had to take the same tactics to earn the trust of other people as well. And I know that my ability to do this, I actually have to think because of my history of competing in the bodybuilding world, because that's what taught me discipline. Now, I know I'm throwing a whole bunch of things at you, but trust Confidence, discipline, these all roll into one thing. 
So I know that the stories that I'm throwing at you, they may not make sense right now, but I promise you by the end of this podcast, it's all going to come together. So hang on there with me. So going back to the history of me competing, which originally taught me discipline, the first show prep I did was the hardest one by far. And if you've never competed, basically what it is is that you are committing for 12 to 16 weeks to diet really hard, to do your cardio, no cheat meals, to step on stage at your lowest body fat and you know potentially earn a trophy, whatever. So the first show prep I did, it was 12 weeks. There were no cheat meals. I was on a meal plan. It was strict cardio and workouts. Every day I woke up so nervous that I wasn't going to make it because I was afraid something would come up, something would derail me, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I had zero trust in myself that I would get through this prep because I had never committed to anything like this before. And when you haven't done something before, that lack of trust is normal because it's lack of experience. I had made a commitment to do this, and even though there were times I didn't want to follow through because I was exhausted, I was hungry, I had a goal, and I didn't want to break this promise to myself. And through this prep, I learned a very valuable lesson. If I only showed up when I felt 100% and motivated, I would have never finished that prep because I had to push myself through a lot of days where I didn't want to do the work. In fact, if I only showed up and did anything in my life when I actually felt my best, I wouldn't get anything done. And I'm sure you would say the same. I wasn't sure if I had the willpower to get through this prep. So what I did is that I took it one day at a time and I didn't cheat. I didn't falter. I followed the plan even when I didn't want to. And 12 weeks later, I stood on stage and I took second place at my first show. And I surprised the heck out of myself. And I know I surprised the heck out of a lot of people around me because I had never committed to anything in my life like I had that prep. And it was monumental in a pivotal moment for me. Not the placing, but what I proved to myself. And I proved to myself that I could do it. And I completed nine more shows after that, never once questioning if I would make it through the prep because I knew what I was capable of because I proved it to myself. But in order to achieve this, I had to take a risk. I had to bet on myself and build that trust. Now, think about running a mile. If you haven't ran a mile or if you haven't ran one in a while, but you want to see if you can run a mile, I know that before you get out there, you're nervous you're not going to make it that you'll quit, you have anxiety, you don't know if you want to do it because you don't want to disappoint yourself. But once you just go for it, a mile doesn't seem so bad. And then the next time you go to run it, you're not as nervous because you know you've done it before. This is no different than when I did with my show prep. I mean, running a mile is a much shorter of a commitment, but it's still a trust-building exercise. Now, I know I've been talking about myself a lot, so now I want to talk about you. You trust yourself to get to work on time. You trust, you trust yourself to pay your bills when they're due. You trust yourself to make sure your kids and pets are fed every day, right? And I assume you're all nodding your head yes because these are very, very important things that you have to get done if you want to live your life without any sort of repercussions. You don't want to lose your job. You don't want to be evicted. If you trust yourself to do all of these tasks, let me ask you this. Do you trust you? Are you a promise breaker or are you a keeper? Sure, you may not break promises to other people, 
but do you break them to yourself? When you make a promise to yourself, do you trust that you will follow through with it? When your boss schedules a meeting at work, even if it's inconvenient, do you make it work and show up? Of course you do. You trust yourself that you'll be there. When you schedule in a workout, even if it's inconvenient, do you make it work and show up? You tell me. When you tell yourself, okay, I am going to nail my macros, diet, whatever you're doing, no excuses, do you follow through? Do you keep that promise to yourself? I understand that the accountability is different versus your job and going to the gym, but it doesn't have to be. You have the ability to hold yourself accountable, just like your boss holds you accountable. So the question is now, how do you earn your trust in yourself when you've been breaking it? How can you become fully confident in yourself? Because when trust is broken, like I said earlier, it's really hard to mend and I get that. It takes time, especially when you don't have trust in yourself. So another quick story, I know I'm full of stories today, but I had so many examples come to my head. About a year ago, there was an online fitness coach scandal of a girl who had over half a million followers, who was an online trainer. Her programs ranged a couple hundred dollars. She seemed beautiful and happy and a great inspiration to many. A YouTube video came out about her exposing her as a thief and a fraud, that girls were buying her programs, she wasn't delivering on her promises, and if there were any clients who commented, she would block them and ghost them, and she wasn't given any money back, and she kept this buried for a very long time. While she continued to sell her programs, she was essentially stealing money and driving around in her Range Rover like life was a dream. But once this all came out, everyone's trust in online coaches broke. And it was broken for a while. Although I didn't know this girl, I had nothing to do with anything about this. I hadn't even heard of her until all of this came out. The repercussions of it even reached me in my business. And I had girls totally skeptical to invest in my coaching because of what they had seen and read online about this other girl. Trust had been broken with online coaching and I had to help rebuild it. So how did I do it? It's the same way I built trust in my coworkers at Buffalo Wild Wings. It took time, it took going out of my way, I gave away free coaching in exchange for testimonials. I was willing to work for free so I could earn trust back in our field, especially in my own coaching business. So with all of these stories that I've shared today, back to the question, how do you build confidence and trust in yourself when it's been broken? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not gonna build that trust overnight. It's going to take effort and it's going to take time. Just like in those examples of the stories that I told you, it took time and willingness of me to build the trust in others and you have to do that for yourself. Because when you have ultimate trust in yourself, you will become unstoppable. I actually have a tattoo on me that says, confidence has no competition. And it's true. When you are confident and you trust yourself, there is nothing you can't do. But you've got to earn that trust and you've got to earn that confidence in yourself. And I'm going to teach you an exercise today that's going to help you get there. This is something that I've taught to hundreds of girls that... Um, I'm really I'm really excited to share with you today, but you have to promise me that you're going to take action. This exercise is called win the day. Win the day is when you choose goals that you know you are 100% capable of doing. So what I want you to do, I want you to choose three to five goals that you know you can accomplish. 
I choose five goals a day I want to accomplish that I know I can accomplish and I can count it as a win for the day. This is a self-accountability challenge that can be done every single day. And the more wins you stack up, you'll see your confidence start to grow as you follow through with the promises you make to yourself because it's going to become easier and easier to keep those promises. So for example, five goals that I tend to write for myself every day. And like I said, these can be completely different and you're gonna wanna change them based on your day to day. So for example, Goal number one, drink one gallon of water. Number two, work out for 30 minutes. Number three, hit my macros. Number four, journal for 10 minutes, brain dump. Uh, Number five, stretch. So I will write these five goals down while I'm brain dumping in the morning. And I know that because of the way my, my day is laid out and how it's scheduled, I know for a fact I can do every single one of these goals. Now, tomorrow, let's say I'm not gonna have time to work out. I wouldn't write that down as a goal. I'm not going to write anything down that I know that I can't accomplish. When you are doing this exercise, when you are writing to win the day, you wanna write down three to five goals that you know for a fact you can accomplish. That way you can start stacking up wins. And like I said, these goals can change every day. So if you don't have time to work out, don't put it on the goal list. It's a very simple exercise that sets you up to win every single day. So if you say you're gonna hit your macros, hit your macros, no excuses. A big part about what I do as an online coach is teaching self-accountability because when you teach girls to get results, they have to learn how to keep themselves accountable because I can't be there 100% of the time knocking cookies out of their hands. And overall, There's not always going to be someone there clapping for you. You have to learn to do this yourself. End of the day. I have had hundreds of messages from girls who've wanted to join my coaching, but haven't been able to afford it. And I understand that. But right now with this time, I have given women the opportunity to get started for only $47 a month. And those girls who said they couldn't invest before and still aren't, I know now it's not an investment issue. It's a self-trust issue. They are scared they won't trust themselves to follow through. And I want anyone who is listening, who is in this camp, that I understand that. Success slash results in anything life comes down to this very, very simple formula. It's A plus B equals C. A, education. B, confidence. A plus B, education plus confidence equals success slash results. When you are taught and understand why you're doing what you're doing, you will have confidence in yourself to follow through because you understand the why behind it. Even if it's not perfect, even if every day isn't exactly how you planned, if you keep setting yourself up to win the day, accomplishing things you know you can do, you'll earn back your trust. And later on, trust in yourself won't be a factor when you make decisions to invest in yourself or sign up for a race or go back to school. You know that when you commit, you'll follow through. You trust yourself to show up even when you don't feel like it. Trust and confidence is the relationship we all need to keep working on and building because without trust in ourselves, how will we ever accomplish our goals? Win the day, build your confidence, and the results will follow. It's really that simple. Just remember, everything you need is already inside you.
This has been episode four on the Girl Hustle Project, where I hope you'll walk away taller, talking louder, and hustling harder. Until next time, hustlers. Everything I do, I do it in the first place. I say I'm living good. I'm living great. Everything I do, I do it in the first place. Yeah.